0: Jeff Croft, And good morning, everybody. Great to be with
1: you today on Political Coffee, the show where we talk about political issues of the day, hopefully in a manner that helps you change your world. And you do that by having those persuasive one-on-one conversations with persuadable people in your world. Not the crazy, crazy left. Not some of the crazy, crazy right. Although, according to new legislation introduced in the Oregon legislature, they're going to try to define political extremism, domestic terrorism, and it's Democrats introducing the bills. And it's all aimed at the three percenters. No acknowledgement of how you know, Antifa or Black Lives Matter or Occupy Portland. Yeah, no, no. It's all about January 6th. It's all about the um, the stupidity of people storming the Oregon Capitol. Two house bills, paramilitary activity. Folks, I got to tell you, this is as unconstitutional as you can get, but they're going to try to pass it unless you step up and say no. And do you trust government to define what is political extremism? Domestic terrorism. Now, we know the U.S. Department of Justice says if you're a parent and you go to a school board meeting and you say you don't like critical race theory, you don't like racist teaching being rammed down your white child's throat just because of their color, they're racist. If you say that, a domestic terrorist, right? And the FBI will be looking into you. So why would you trust that the Oregon legislature would pass a bill that would fairly be implemented? I mean, when you have politically correct behavior on the part of the Portland Police Bureau, the Portland City Council that defunded the Portland cops by $12 million and has led to this massive, massive increase in gang activity and shootings and murder rates and crime shooting up, not to mention the fact that BLM and Antifa run downtown Portland. Why would you have any confidence to believe that the Oregon legislature would be able to well, to expand already existing law? What? Yeah, did you know It's already existing law. We're going to get into that and talk about that today. We're also going to talk about, I got to ask you a question. Do you know what fractional orbital bombardment system is? You ever heard of that? Until last night, I hadn't. Remember that story that we talked about a couple of days ago of the Chinese balloon. And the fact that in 2018, China said, hey, you know what? We have tested a balloon that drops three hypersonic missiles. Now, I got to tell you something, folks. There is a scenario in which last night, I, in fact, was shocked to learn about fractional orbital bombardment system. Check it out, folks. Now, I was listening to Brandon House, the Worldview Weekend Network. You know, he's Mike Lindell's guy. It is an old story by Dr. Peter Pry, the late Dr. Peter Pry. This is actually a uh, he had a show on Brandon House's network which is Mike Lindell's network now but it's the WVW broadcast network. Brandon House has been broadcaster and, until I went to the um, the Mike Lindell summit in Springfield, Missouri on elections issues. I had never heard of Brandon House. Yet he has a live radio show. He has a television show on Lindell TV. There's a live radio show on 60 stations around America. Did you know that? I didn't. Dr. Peter Pry, the late Dr. Peter Pry, was a guy who headed up the EMP commission, Electromagnetic magnetic Pulse Commission. This is part of China's new superweapon, China's new super weapon, folks. There's this companion story about that today in The Federalist. It's called China's growing nuclear arsenal is a bigger threat than a spy balloon. And the United States helped make it possible. You know how we helped to make that possible? By selling computer chips to China. Now, folks, even though the Russians have 5,977 nuclear warheads and we have 5,428, China only has 350. How many hypersonic missiles would it take carried aloft to by a balloon that would detonate, above the US atmosphere, the North American atmosphere, and completely scramble most everything that we have that is electronic, unless it's hardened. How many would it take? Well, this gets us to the fractional orbital bombardment system. You can look it up yourself, check it out. This super weapon, and that's exactly what it is, allows the Chinese or even the Russians to take Russians Satan to missile is aptly named, is it not? Well, we know about their Satan-1. Now they're bragging about, and have been for some time, about deploying the Satan-2 missile. And they're bragging about it with uh, unmanned submarines that travel under the water at 100 miles an hour, nuclear-powered unmanned submarines, with a torpedo or several torpedoes that are Satan-2 Missiles that rise out of the sea with either direct nuclear warheads or EMP. Now, why are we talking about this? Because this whole scenario of nuclear war, now that, you know, Putin has been threatening it, and the Chinese are threatening, of course, to go into Taiwan in 2027 or 2025, depending on which U.S. general you listen to. Is the threat of nuclear war in your mind real? The second question is, what would happen if a scenario actually took place using FOBs? Fractional Orbital Bombardment System that would first release a single, it's all it takes, folks. Ronnie, hang on, I'll get to you in a second. A single EMP nuclear weapon in the atmosphere over America, Canada. And it scrambles our entire ability to respond against a later tactical nuclear strike against America. You see, the old doctrine, which I heard Ambassador Volcker talk about Saturday at the Western Liberty Network event, the mutually assured destruction doctrine is no longer reality. He says it is, and that keeps Putin in check. Not if Putin has hypersonic missiles as he does, which have already been used in Ukraine. And he has the Satan II missiles on mobile launchers, which apparently we don't have any mobile launchers. Ours are all in silos. The ability of fobs, either from the Chinese or from Russia, to deliver an EMP pulse directly above a hardened missile silos like the 100, the 100 that we have in Montana, so strong that the hardening that we have done against EMP pulse would not stand up. And then they would launch a direct nuclear tactical attack on America, a nuclear winnable war. Are you prepared for it in any way? Even if you don't get hit by a direct nuclear attack, are you prepared for the fallout? How does that work? Do you have any food set aside? Do you know how long you need to stay in a makeshift nuclear fallout shelter? that you might even make in your own basement or someplace, how long would you have to stay in it before you could venture outside? Friends, I'm asking you this question because you need to know it. Because maybe we're a lot closer to nuclear war, a winnable nuclear war that China just demonstrated how they could literally destroy our capability to put airplanes in the air with computers that rely on satellites. There's more and I'll get to it, but I got to get to Ronnie. Ronnie, good morning. What's on your mind.
2: Yeah. Personally, I called in Um, Billy and Austin will be fired. Millie is the biggest stinker to China. We ever had outside of the Rosen, the Rosenberg's that was, that was executed Two, CRT. Um, I don't allow it. I spoke it in Dallas, spoke it in Salem once. It's pretty funny if you're somebody that the minority persuasion that has independent minded, Osvaldo Villa, always wants to change up the things so that way the law abiding citizens can't speak, but they'll let less Latino Unidos of Semper go through and tear up Western Klansmen people because they're outside of their color. And three, yes. They want to paramilitary. I'm Joe Private Citizen. Maybe put a flapjack or a uh, camo, whatever, and watching make sure base secure. And I am one of the three percent members. We did a lot of good stuff as Americans, and I'm sick and doggone tired of them sticking sticking mud upon my group because so we did everything at liberty and got involved after Lord Finnegan seven years ago's assassination. People of all walks of life, just like Proud Boys or anybody else in this state. I'm tired of the mudslinging and the Salinsky approach of telling lies till they think everybody should believe it as truth. That's all I have to say.
1: Thank you, brother.
0: Mm-hmm. Your freedom is in
1: jeopardy. Back in a moment at 620.
0: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: We are back, friends. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. For Jeff at KSLM.news. Like the one I got, the email I got from Rich. It's a picture of, you know, that Chinese balloon. And somebody wrote um, a caption inside the white balloon. It says, dear big guy, we've been trying to reach you about your 10%. You know, 10% commission that apparently... Joe Biden has gotten. By the way, speaking of Joe Biden, did you see that the uh, there's a Gateway Pundit story about his so-to speech? The so-what speech? State of the Union? The lowest audience in 30 years and down 29% from last year. Hmm. By the way, liberal columnist author Cy Hirsch is, if you haven't seen this, the CIA guy at the Gateway Pundit, Larry Johnson, um, C- Cy Hirsch, wrote on his substack, he has inside information that the U.S. Navy attacked and destroyed part of the Nord Stream pipeline. He is this guy's not a conservative, folks. Now he's an old friend of he's 86 years old, and he's a longtime author. He is a leftist. But he said last June Navy diaper divers operating under the cover a widely publicized NATO exercise known as Ball Tops twenty two planted remotely triggered explosives that three months later destroyed three of the four Nord Stream pipelines. According to a source with direct knowledge of the operational plan. A big deal. It's a very big deal. Is it true? Somebody destroyed those pipelines, didn't they? Now, why would the Russians do it to themselves? It's crazy. Uh, we'll get back to these comments uh, and others in a moment. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buke GMC talk line. Yes, the Oregon, two Oregon bills want to take away your freedom like Ronnie's. If he identifies as a three percenter, they are targeted in this legislation. No word about Black Lives Matter, radical protests. No word about Antifa. But how about you parents who are classified by the School Boards Association and now the U.S. Department of Justice and the FBI's domestic terrorists? Why? Because you go to a school board meeting and you stand up and say, I don't like my kid being taught just because of the color of their skin. They're racist. You're a domestic terrorist. That's what this bill does. Folks. And we're going to talk about it and other things today at the War Room, 8 to 3. We're going to be down doing training. State Representative James Hebe is going to join us a little bit earlier. He's going to join us about 9.30 in the War Room. Ike Box in the Bay Room. Those of you who care about this bill and others. Come and listen to Representative James Heeb. He's a bit of a controversial figure, folks. He's an American Marine, combat veteran of Fallujah. He'll be there. Got an email from Linda about nukes. And I'm gonna read it to you in a moment, but first I gotta remind you Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is in fact a contractor that you can absolutely trust to come into your home, your business, and do work on things like in your home kitchen or a bathroom, or in your business. And do it right. Do it the way you want it. Check out his website if you want to see it for yourself. Read the great customer testimonials and the great pictures of before and after projects. Righteousrenovations.com. com. Linda writes this. To prepare for possibilities, and it doesn't cost very much, I ordered a six-pack of stable potassium, which is an iodine and a little insurance against radiation accumulating in your thyroid. I also have crane emergency crank radio that has bands other than regular radio bands. Not much protection we can do unless you have a concrete hole in your backyard. Keep Joe and his cohorts away from the switch. Yeah. Um, Kim, thanks for the email about, well, apparently the Federal Reserve wants to launch its own digital currency. Along with current facial recognition technology they'll surveil and control everything you do could this be the mark of the beast uh yeah but doesn't congress have something to say about this Hmm? i think they do but hey you know if half of them well not half but if some of them are on the take as a lot of apparently people are in the federal government in the bureaucracy of the chinese it wouldn't matter would it So let me ask you this question. I go back to it once again, folks. Could you survive? Or in the blast zone? Could you survive? Could America respond? Would an EMP attack, which some might regard as not an attack on the United States? Should be respond no, no. later to a tactical fear weapon or attack. Back in a moment at 6.30. It- the
3: car. We move. Call
0: Jeff now at 503 589 1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of political coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the car.
1: It is uh, 23 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is that power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at k s L M dot news. Could you survive nuclear first strike? Even better than that. Could you survive an EMP weapon that would knock out your radio, your car, your TV, your computer, your cell phone, all the cell towers. Could you, could you do that? What would you do? What would you do if Safeway didn't have food for you? Huh? What would you do? Are you ready? Do you have any water stored up? Do you have any food stored up? Fractional orbital bombardment system. The story By Dr. Peter Pry, the late Dr. Peter Pry, from October of 2021, is about China using the Long March 2C space launch vehicle to send a hypersonic glide vehicle into low Earth orbit. They actually did this, and it circled the planet before descending from space to simulate an attack on a terrestrial. It's the first time any nation has combined the technologies of a fractional orbital bombardment system with a hypersonic warhead inventing a revolutionary new space weapon. In September, the Secretary of the Air Air Force, Frank Kendall, warned that China was developing a FOBS, fractional orbital bombardment system, and said this, quote, If you use this kind of approach, you don't have to use a traditional ICBM trajectory. It's a way to avoid defenses and missile warning systems. A US intelligence official admitted, we have no idea how they did this. China's test is astounding and far more advanced than US officials realized. It's even more if you realize we don't have anything like it. You see, a nuclear-armed satellite could pass over the South Pole and fly towards the U.S., approaching from the south. We don't have a ballistic missile early warning system, radars, or anti-missiles interceptors facing the south. It's a stunning article. By the way, did you know North Korea has two satellites orbiting over the U.S. every day? Is it possible that they carry EMP weapons? You see, Russia's already transferred a lot of technology to the North Koreans. The EMP commission chairman's report from July, 2017. Dr. Peter Pry is the author of this article and it's very detailed, but I got to ask you this question. You see the way this entire scenario would potentially play out is simple. The Chinese or the Russians launch an EMP attack, which disables all of our communications and our satellite systems. So our bombers and our ICBMs, even if we did launch them, can't retaliate. Why? Because the EMP systems took out everything we had. So my friends, the Chinese and the Russians now believe. They have the ability to win a nuclear war. And this Chinese balloon floating over the United States, what if it had a nuclear EMP weapon on it? If it was at 58,000 feet, what if it had it? Oh boy. Could you survive a nuclear war? If you were directly out of the path, could you survive it? All right, let's go to the phones, 503-589-1220. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Hey, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Art, you're, you're breaking up badly.
4: I am. I, I right. don't know. I'm on okay. my regular okay. you're, phone.
1: You're, you're better now. You're better now. Uh,
4: okay. So, right. the question is is our government prepared? I mean, Jeff, this EMP stuff has been around for several years. Now, our government is <laughs> wasting money on a lot of things when they know that there are ways to against EMPs and we need to fortify our uh, you know everything to protect against it if you are lead shielded uh, and there are shields out there uh, you know it will help you They would rather spend their money on the BS stuff (coughs) that some of these bills have, Jeff. And so our ability to survive uh, is going to, unfortunately, uh, be dependent on does our government survive an EMP? And right now they're not prepared computer system and didn't update it and we had the fiasco that we had during the pandemic. The same thing applies, Jeff. And so, you know, hopefully we get off our duff and this has been a wake-up call for everybody and we definitely prepare, all of us, uh to
1: survive any mpa so that gets to my question um I, I, art i gotta tell you i have just thought that we would not go this place until i learned about the advanced systems that both russia and china have that we do not have and that we don't have a way to counter it the fact that a satellite could literally be up there right now and could drop an EMP hypersonic missile and it approached us from the South and we wouldn't even know it because we can't track it. It would come from the South Pole and it would come over and it would come high in the air, say 70 miles up in the air over North America and it would detonate and it would destroy all of our electronic systems communication systems. How would we communicate? How would we survive? All of our transportation systems, Art, would be down. Everything. Airliners couldn't fly. Heck, trains couldn't hardly run. Only old technology that wouldn't be scrambled by an EMP pulse would be able to survive. So the question I'm asking, since I didn't believe this was possible, Art, until I heard this last night, I believe it's possible now because I've done enough research, it's real. We don't have a counter for it. And here's Joe Biden, the demented old man with his finger on the button, pushing Vladimir Putin to launch something like this against us, or maybe even the Chinese in a couple of years, Art, when they decide to go into Taiwan. What do you think? Do you think we as Americans, could we survive? Is this that wake up call?
4: Well, Jeff, you know, people who know what's going on, and I'm I'm surprised that you didn't know about EMPs and and all those
1: things, Well, I knew about EMPs. Right. But what I did not know was the delivery system by which they could quickly enter U.S. airspace, and we can't track it. That I did not know. I thought we could shoot them down. We can't. And this balloon thing? That just showed me everything I needed to know. Well, and and Jeff, I don't know what our capabilities
4: are right now because the government keeps keeps things secret, of course, uh, where we are sitting, uh, you know, as far as, you know, missiles coming. Of course, the balloon thing, and this is what really worried me when this thing came over our country, uh, was that we let it get as close as... It did, because it could have had EMP capabilities, and then we would have been screwed. So you need to be aware of it and know that the Chinese and the Russians are not our friends, and we need to uh, fund upping our capabilities to avoid having an EMP catastrophe.
0: The car. We move. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of political coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: All right, the lines are full. We'll get back to everybody in just a moment. Got to remind you, Freedom Heating and Air can keep you nice and warm and comfortable in your home And they can do great things like um, standby generators, you know, in case you get that EMP pulse. You can harden that stuff. Anyway, natural gas systems, even though the idiots want to do away with natural gas, you know what, natural gas keeps flowing naturally, keeps heating things. Then you got your little standby generator, you can survive. Freedom, heating and air. Five oh three five eighty fourteen fifty six, five eighty fourteen fifty six. Gotta get to the phones right now, and we'll start first with Rebecca. Then we'll go to Rich, and then we'll go to Dwight. Rebecca, good morning. Good morning.
3: Um, during the years when Obama was letting um, terrorists out of Guantanamo Bay, and the five terrorists that he let out in exchange for one um, soldier that had gone over to the enemy. Um, He, he inspired in me to make a button that, that reads um, Democrats heart terrorists. And then as I've been thinking about it over the years, I've expanded the number of things that the Democrats do to Promote and uh, heart and hearten terrorists, but I had a, a really strange experience the, the other day. I was wearing my button in a store, and three ladies ganged up on me, and everything out of their mouths was terrorism toward uh, the unborn. They they were like, um, "Well, we had abortions. What do you think about that?" Um, so. Their attitude was that they considered the abortion to be an expression of their rights. And they, they considered my expression of wearing a button identifying the Democrats as terrorists to be terrorism itself. So my right to speak was considered terroristic.
1: Wow. Well... That's what they're gonna try to criminalize, Rebecca, with this legislation. We're gonna talk about it today in the war room. Thank you, Rebecca. Let's move on to Rich. Rich, good morning. Your thoughts today.
0: Good morning. Uh, Colonel Hackworth, years ago, uh, he was in uh, Vietnam and well-liked and worked in the Pentagon. He said that with a 55-gallon oil drum full of ball bearings at the right altitude, you could destroy all our satellites and we wouldn't have anything. So the question I always put in my mind is uh, two things. One, why would they want to destroy land that I must, in my own limited mind, think that they would want to keep? Like, why would you destroy put nukes on the United States if you wanted to take over the United States' land? Okay, the other thing is, just how many Quislings do we have, and what should we do with them if we could find them? (laughs) Quizzlings. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah. What would we do? Well, we we know what Biden wouldn't do anything with them. Rich, thank you. Um, Got an email from somebody who asked not to be mentioned, said, morning, your topic this morning sounds like something out of a sci-fi movie. That's just what I thought sitting with my JP5-laden cup of coffee in the classroom. It was first thought in the 30s, then a concept, and in the 50s, we tested nuclear weapons. It's not like a power outage where the power will come back on and all will be okay. Nope, the stupid thing won't work because the computer chips inside are damaged. In the 80s, we tested how our avionics defense systems could handle a strike. A few models of fighter jets passed. One is unaffected, but the pilot most likely would have to die. Now you have a fighter jet without a, prob- a pilot, no problem. Ping it, turn on the remote navigation system, Oh wait, your system is down. Every piece of electronics that don't have specific shields would be affected. That was 40 years after the concept was imagined that the threat was still present. EMP is a real threat, has been since the late 40s and hardly anyone understands how destructive it is to systems that have been designed without protection. China is smart. We should be smarter. Yeah, we should be. The problem is, is that everybody in DC According to, well, not everybody, but the prevailing thinking in DC is simply that, you know what? Um, it's all about tactical nukes or, or, or strategic nukes, not tactical nukes, like hypersonic missiles with a single EMP weapon. Corby writes, wake up call. The wake up call is that the people need to get informed and stop thinking everything is conspiracy theory. What you're talking about with all due respect is old news. Face it, people don't want to know the truth. We love the truth or people will have their own delusions chosen for them, which is what's happening. Yeah, it's old news, but it still is more relevant than ever given what we've just seen with this balloon. That's the point. That balloon could have been carrying a EMP weapon we tracked it when it entered Alaskan airspace could have shot it down. Then we didn't. This is not good folks. Let's go to Dwight. Dwight. Good morning. Hey, Dwight. Hey, Dwight. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Yes.
2: Okay. Good.
1: Something
4: strange happened here. My cell phone here. Can't hear you half the time. Anyway,
2: uh, so we're coming up with it. A... are you back? Are you there? I just
1: gotta
4: say, look, we've got to turn back to God. It used to be that we knew because of our defense and we won wars and didn't come like creeping out of Afghanistan with our tail between our legs. When when most people went to church on Sunday morning and we knew the power of prayer. We've got to turn that
1: on. He is our defense. He is, and that is a question that I wrestled oh, with last that. night, uh, Dwight, and I'm going to let you go because you're cutting in and out. Thanks, Dwight. It is what I wrestled with last night as a man of faith. We have to be realistic about the world that we live in. That's true. Yet at the same time, we have to believe in divine providence. We have to believe that God's design or his will for this country is for us to be that shining light out in the world. We have to believe that, folks. And if we don't, well, we're just going to be bereft of any hope. Our hope is not in our missile defense systems. Yes, we should have them. I hope that we develop them to new levels to counter these threats. But I got to tell you, we're not moving in a good direction here. Not at all. So with that, my friends, I urge you to pray sincerely that our leaders will wake up, all of them in Congress. We need divine protection. We need divine help to counter evil in the world, including that which is aimed at nuclear destroying America. Are you prepared? See you tomorrow to be Freedom Private.